What's up, everybody? It's the After Show, but later, episode number 173. It's your boys, D and El Kukui. If you're joining us on Patreon, we apologize because a lot of technical shit going on right now, so we couldn't stream live today, but but yeah, man. I mean, episode yeah, number 173. The, di- the, the dial-up failed us today. dial-up. It, it failed us. Like, uh, First, the camera wouldn't connect. Then the camera connected. Then the mic stopped connecting. <laughs> I, I'm just, I just stuck. I just want to... I just really want to just do this shit another day. But here we are. Here right? we is. Here we are. After show, but later. Kukui, you know what? Well, I, I guarantee we'll make this feel a little bit better. Uh, a, a bong rip. Yeah, uh, yeah. And also the homie baseline trace. Should we go to him real quick? Let's do it. Let's bring a baseline. Baseline. Let's go, man. Seven oh seven. See, he likes seven five seven. I love seven oh seven. That covers where E forty and Mac Dre are from. That covers Napa Valley. That covers Mendocino. That covers Humboldt County. I mean seven oh seven. I mean seven five seven is probably dope too. But got to give love to the seven oh seven as well. Does Mendocino have an N? Is it Mendocino? No, it's Men. It's a uh, Mendocino. M E N. Mendo? M-E- yeah, M-E-N-D-O. I don't, I don't know why. I've always thought it was Mendocino. No, Mendocino <laughs> County. I thought you learned you learned something I new, though. I seen some. I felt some ghostly vibes. They got a haunted uh, the Mendocino Hotel, bro. They got a restaurant and a uh, and a hotel and like room four and another one it's supposed to be haunted. And I stayed in that motherfucker and I didn't see nothing, but it felt weird. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I. I. Uh. Yeah, I felt like it was phase phase five in me in my sleep. Phase five. Um. Oh, you know what? There was something. Oh, actually, um, I don't know why this reminded me of Rich. You said phase five, but I wanted to give a shout out to Rich because, dog, he's been um liking a lot of our posts and commenting on them. And even earlier today, I was like, hey, we're gonna go live in a little bit on Patreon, and I put the link. I was like, come hang, and he fucking he was the first one to like it. Yeah, Which, Rich. We we ended up not going live, so I mean. But I appreciate the support, Rich. So, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so um, we bag on him a lot, but you know it's all in good love. We we love the dude. Um, no, we do. We do absolutely. But yeah, we have we have a lot of shit that went on this week, dog. A lot of shout outs to give. <laughs> a lot of a lot of stuff to cover. So so where do you want to get started? I, I I never ask you. Where do you want to get this shit started? You you know what? The first thing they were talking about the uh, and Rich was talking about. Do you do all inclusive? If you go out of out of town to like Mexico or Jamaica, or the Bahamas, do you do the all inclusive? Um, at the resort or do you, you know, save 80 bucks a night and, and stay at like a, just a hotel with maybe a restaurant where stuff's not included? I've never done all inclusive. I've never even really had like an actual vacation like that. Like I'm going to no? go fucking here or there. Like, I mean, honestly, wherever we've gone, like, let me see, we went, we went to Disney world, but that was, it wasn't, that was not inclusive. And we stayed in a hotel, um, I don't. Know, I guess that was a vacation, but it was like for the kids and shit, you know. So it was. Let like, me paint. Let me let me paint a picture for you. So let's just say you were going to Mexico for five days and you did the all inclusive. And I'll give you an example. I went to Cozumel a while back, and um, and they they do this in Jamaica and a lot of other little vacation resorts. But basically, when I went to Cozumel, the buffet there was either a breakfast, lunch, dinner, or late night buffet open twenty four hours. 
So at any point in the day, if you were fucking hungry, you could go to the buffet. And it was decent shit, too. It Was it as good as, you know, like a bomb-ass Mexican restaurant? Eh, I wouldn't say that, but it was it was good. I mean, scale of 1 to 10, it was about a 7 or 8. And uh, and you could get beers. I mean, they cut the beer off at like 3 or 4 in the morning, but it was all included. And it wasn't just included when you went to the bars. They filled up a personal refrigerator that I had in my room, and they stacked it with 12, 12 uh, Pacificos. And once I killed it and called them, they brought 12 more. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. But when you're getting faded like that at the spot, you don't really leave too far because everything's kind of right at your fingertips. You can get in the pool, and you can go to the poolside bar and the swim-up bar. All drinks are included. But uh, I like both. I like to stay at the all-inclusive, especially if I'm in, in a drinking mode and we plan on, plan on getting hammered. But after day two or three, I got to go get tacos or food somewhere else. Like, I got to get the hell out of there, and I got to go to, like, the Mexican version of Walmart. I forgot the name of it now. But then I go get some snacks and some water to try to rehydrate, and uh, and I do both. So I'll do the whole all-inclusive thing, and it's convenient, and it's fun, and the drinks are good. And the food is pretty good and it's worth it. But at some point, I got to break out of that spot and then I'll have to go do other shit. So what actually, real quick, I'll wrap this up. Short story long. Um, That was Cozumel. But the last time I went with Augustina and we went to uh, Puerto Vallarta. And what we did is we stayed for five days. But the first three days, I stayed at all-inclusive. And because those are also always kind of like 5 or 10, 20 minutes away from the actual heart of the city. They don't throw the all-inclusives most of the time right in the heart. Like, they don't, they don't do that. They're resorts that are kind of farther away from the action. So you got to Uber or, or drive or taxi or whatever. So what we did, we went for five days. In the first three days, we did the all-inclusive thing on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then Thursday and Friday night, bro, we went downtown by the, by the boardwalk. And we stayed down there and did that shit. And it was pretty dope because the food was still cheap and you got to try different stuff. Yeah. Um, so would you say that it's worth it if you're gonna if you're gonna dip out and not have it the entire time? Is it still worth it a, to you? If you're a boozer and you and your lady think that you're gonna probably have more than six or seven, eight drinks throughout the day, and that might sound a lot, and I mean you might hear some little well, cuckoo, he said eight drinks a day. Yeah, motherfucker. When you're there for the whole day, you're going to be hung over in the morning because you probably had seven or eight at night at least, right? It's all you can drink and it's free except for the tip. And then you're going to have a couple Bloody Marys in the morning to nurse your hangover. And fuck, you might even have some at noon to go swim in the bar and go snorkeling and take a nap. And then you're going to start boozing at night. So, like, in an all-inclusive I don't feel like eight to 10 drinks a day is, is very much at all because I could drink that on a good night with two blunts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that don't even matter, you know, and if you're not driving and the food and everything is there, why not booze all day, bro? Just walk back to your room and take a nap when you're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if that's your plan, do the all inclusive, but I wouldn't pay the extra 80 to a hundred bucks a night. If, if you're not going to at least, you know, booze there half the day and eat, you could, you know, cause tacos are cheap, especially in Mexico. And so is beer. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Um. Salute. But yeah, I think. Um. Yeah, I've never even, like, fucking. Um. I've never even entertained the idea of going all inclusive. So, yeah, it's something to think about. You know. Well, it kind of evens out too because, like, if you do stay, I think they call it the Mas- uh, Masion, or I forgot how you say boardwalk in Spanish. But um, La you Boardwalk, you're welcome. La Boardwalks, uh, the Manhattan. La, La Walk of the Board. 
it's the woods the wood the wood walk anyways uh, but when you're but when you're standing you know i think the all-inclusive is usually about a couple hundred bones a night let's just call it two hundo at a good deal bro i mean you can get a hundred dollar room in the heart of everything and probably still eat for less than that other hundred bucks yeah you know what i mean like you're not gonna be able to drink 10 or 15 drinks eat each for under a hundred bucks and eat but like if you're just having like a six pack and you're having dinner and tacos if you know it's cheaper downtown so it just depends what the experience you want and i'll be honest i like them both i can hit fucking hole in the wall dive bars and fucking have random tacos where i don't even know what the meat is and i I like is a hole in the wall dive bar one of those where you walk up to it and you fuck the hole that's right there i've never done that but i'm sure that gets done or okay okay i I don't know that's a no that's a glory hole dive bar oh a glory hole dive bar okay just making sure because i didn't know i didn't know which one was which hey that's a gdb what kennedy yeah you can't teach her about gdbs well just go to go to um disney or something to put a movie Bubba, you know mommy would want you watching Disney or something right now anyway. She wouldn't want you on YouTube right now. So just go go to Disney or Netflix or some shit under your account. Okay? I know. Oh, man. Sucks. Hard life. Rough out here, bro. I know. It's hard out here for a six-year-old, Doug. Mm-hmm. YouTube's giving her problems, so she's like, fuck, what am I supposed to do? Like, her world's falling apart, you know? But like, like, I ain't ain't ready for She's got a whole fucking day tomorrow. Like fucking from like seven in the morning. I'm gonna run all day. It's we 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 talked about that. You're you're an animal dad for that, bro. Like, I had I had I I raised a bunch of kids, and there were no fucking too many whole day events. I mean, yeah, like track meets only a couple hours. Yeah, not like and see, um, and I think a a lot of it comes to the whole day event because my girl's involved in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that makes it the whole day. Cause if you're just taking your kid to something, they do their shit and you bounce then cool, whatever, you know? But like tomorrow, um, we're going to be fucking like, she's like, I'm going to be helping fucking throw shit together and everything. We got to be there at like seven or eight. I forget what time it is, but, um, it's going to be a whole day event. Um, so I'm just like right now. And, and Kennedy woke up sick as fuck today. So we've been uh-huh. having her just like try to chill the whole day. And, um, so yeah, dog, but, but anyway, fucking dead life shit, you know, just whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, you're a better man than me, bro. I'd be there for the kid. And once the kid shit's done, I'm out. And she's like, well, Hey, I still gotta, I still gotta work and shit. Like, yeah, but you don't come to my school and fucking do what I do. I gotta go later. <laughs> so respect uh, to you. Yeah. Nah, um, Doug, the other day, hey, fucking, um, real quick. My daughter was like, I, she was saying something and I go, I was like, Kennedy, I go, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not very smart. She looked at me and she was like, you're smart. And I go, why do you say that? She goes, because you're a manager and you work at the college. I was like, oh, fuck. I guess that means you're smart according to a six-year-old, you know? That's great. <laughs> so, oh, fuck. All right, dog. But yeah, but all-inclusive. Very cool. Um, did you hear that Who um, that famous dude that was at Covino's Resort? Uh I don't know. I've, I've heard all the sh- most of the shows, but refresh yeah. me. There is a, a fucking this dude that it must have been like 08, maybe 09. I don't remember. There was uh, this dude named Fred. He was like one of the first YouTube people that like went viral and shit. And uh, he'd be like, I'm Fred. It was like this redheaded, ugly ass white kid. 
I don't that's fucked up you know it was just this fucking white kid well you already know right there once you said that I don't know yeah well it was some kid who uh maybe dog like around the time my sister was kind of young like I don't know but but it was one of like these first viral YouTube dudes and um he was at Covino's resort so um I guess when he was doing his archery and shit Jordan was like hey I think that's fucking Fred behind us and I guess his real name's like Noel or some shit. And they were like, all right, you're next. What's your name? And he's like, Noel, or whatever the fuck his real name is. And um, so I guess that fucking dude. And I guess he was like really good right off the bat. He's like, Whoosh, you know, and fucking Covino was all weak at it at first. So, uh, yeah, but anyway. Oh, archery? Yeah, fuck. Who plays with bows and arrows, bro? I don't, you ever play with one? Yeah, dog. I'm fucking good. Bullseye every time. Whoosh. I mean, I'll fuck people up with a slingshot. I got a wrist rocket and them steel BBs. I'll fuck somebody up with one of those, but I never played bows and arrows. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You have a wrist. I got the little home way. I had the one with the suction cup at home and shit. Yeah, no, you have that wrist rocket. I had a dog when I was a kid. He had a, a red rocket, but I mean, I don't know if it's the same thing. Oh, bro. Yeah, no, we didn't have a ride. <laughs> yeah, I know. We call it lipstick out here in California. Oh, yeah, yeah. Paint lipstick on someone's face. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Stay away from the red rocket, bro. Oh, I'm fucking dying over here. I got a, I got a, I got a buddy named Red Johnson. Oh yeah, how's he doing, Doug? I know he left before, um, you know, the chaos and shit. And how's he doing? Uh, he's in, he's over there at uh, Paper Plains and in Macramento, and so uh, yeah, he's doing good. Good for him. Doug. Needs to work on it. Needs to work on his hygiene a little bit. And if you listen to Red Johnson, you know what I mean. But uh, uh good. Doug, I never, nice I, I never understood bad hygiene. Never, dog. I remember um, one of the most awkward fucking conversations I had to have was with somebody at work, and it was, uh, and and I was like, hey, uh, you know, just kind of make sure you kind of, <laughs> I don't even remember how I went about it, but just kind of like, hey, make sure you kind of take care of yourself or whatever, you know, however the fuck I went about it, and um, it worked, you know, after that, the dude was fucking clean and shit, and um but like yeah. everybody in the you office had that com- you ever had to have that conversation with a girl yeah of course well, i'll tell you this <laughs> i worked at a save mart and i won't reveal my location but tommy b and bernie mac can back me up there was a there was a, a lady that worked in the service deli yeah and uh she used to wear a wife beater and we had brown shirts at the time and bro you could see the sweat outline as she fried uh... the chicken and we we used to always say hey bro if you want chicken today it's extra salty because uh... she's sweating over the fryer she's the one breading it up like oh it was not good and uh yeah the store manager had to have a sit down with her and tell her she stunk like we would be in the break room and i didn't even have to hear the footsteps i could smell her down the hallway before i could hear the footsteps yeah no dog it, it sucks like when people at work have that reputation because like there was somebody there was a chick that, that ain't a uh, reputation that's a problem that was like yeah, yeah yeah i remember there was somebody um i i i mean okay i'm an asshole but i referred to her as stinky are you that are, are you the hair around it too Nah, but uh, I remember, um, like my sister would be talking to her and then she'd like, you know, whatever I, I'd walk up and I was like, Hey, so what did stinky have to say today? You know? And she'd be like, Oh, cause it was, it was like everybody fucking knew, you know? And I'm sure like people had conversations with her about it, but she still was like, yeah. 
hey, I am who I am, you know, funk, you know. No, you're not. No, that's who you're choosing to be because 99.9% .9 of humans don't do that. So, no, that's who you're choosing to be. If that's the unique way you want to stick out and be special, more power to you. But I'm not selfish, okay? And I say this because I'm not selfish. And if you can smell me, that's me being selfish and lazy. Yeah, no, you 100%. You owe it to your fellow human beings to not fucking in, fuck with their smell and their senses because you have poor hygiene. You want to have eye boogers and fucking fucking jizz on your face or whatever the fuck you want to do, that's on you. But if I got to sniff your ass because you don't take care of yourself, that's a selfish-ass move and you're a scumbag. No, and I remember, Doug, uh, she never looked like... I mean, she, she wasn't good-looking by any means, but she she was like always kind of put together, you know? And I'm like, Doug, that was just a... I mean, if you would have yeah. just like... Ah. If you would have just like fucking bathe and use fucking deodorant i mean it, it would like it, people would have been like Whoa, hey you know what her. that is what you know what that is my mom she's from colorado we used to go back there and they have these fucking cherries right and she loves these cherries and i remember the first time i bit in these cherries i was so happy and i fucking grabbed like two or three cherries and i put them in my mouth and immediately i was like oh you know why because they were sour cherries Right? She's the chick where you think you're getting a sweet cherry and then you get close and it's just, it's foul. It's Fuchel. It's Fuchi. Well, you don't even think it's that. Um, her cherry, hey, her cherry sour, bro. Yeah, but you don't even think it's it's dope to begin with. Like, you know, but it, it's just like, okay. Oh, I thought you said she was okay and well put together. No, she That's she just... she was okay. But I'm, I'm saying like, for as okay and well put together as she could be. I, I do. Hey, I do better with the number scale on a one to ten. Where was she cracking? Uh, she was like, this fucked up. But um, okay, I'll, I'll, rather than giving you a number, um, let's say like Mama June, right? Um, say no, say no more. Let's say Mama June. No, we're good. You did, you did. Had get it. had fucking like would put makeup uh, on uh, and like uh, decent clothes. Earmuffs. Earmuffs, earmuffs, <laughs> I we, we got a show to do at this point, bro. Let's, let's uh, come on, uh, All right, all right. All Mama right. June there. what? All right. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. But um, we, couldn't, we couldn't compromise the show. Oh, Doug, there's, uh, yeah, uh, I got to write something down. Kavino's uh, Bruno Hakalugi? Uh-huh. Let me see. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Um, Covino, what'd you say? Bruno Hakalugi. Remember on, uh, I forgot, I think it was Cheech and Chong. They called him Bruno Hakalugi. You ever seen Cheech and Chong? <sighs> yeah, dog, but fucking not since like the mid 90s. Oh. But yeah, no, he's got, what's he got? He's up in smoke, a, born in I can LA. Relate, I can relate with them a little bit. I felt hella bad when they were saying about the melody thing and, and uh, the embarrassing because. Out of all the kids' lives I've been a part of and shit, there was one that, not to me, because I didn't stay get in her business and do fucked up shit, but her mom tried to, and she tried to control her, and it, it was, so I know where he's coming from. It's it's tough as a parent when they reach that age and shit where they're like, don't embarrass me. So I, when he said that, I felt the connection because I got it. Yeah. Uh, I remember, Doug. Appreciate, appreciate these years, bro, while they love you, because once, you know, once they hit a certain age where they want to do your own thing, it's like you're on their fucking nerves all the time. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that, Doc. I'm really not. Um, you, you grow out of it, though. You do. It makes the the because he's got a such tight relationship with her to begin with. You can't break that, and so she's just kind of like 
going through the motion real quick. You know what I mean? Well, he even said, he even said like 10 minutes later, she was like all laughing and shit. And, you know, so it's just part part of like that, that time in a kid's life where they're moody and shit. And, you know, but it's, but it's funny though, because bro, like kids and, and not just Melody, like, but kids in general, the things that they complain about, like seeing their dad spit, the shit that I fucking witnessed growing up was, I don't know, man, like. We had a fight every day. I'm not even playing. Like I, I grew up and Rudy lived in the Fresno Flats, and there was a lot of people that were just, they were ruthless and scumbags, and just walking through there at the wrong time. Like, dude, we always had a fight, and we always had to go with shit. I think the last thing I was concerned was with my pops embarrassing me. I remember one time, <laughs> hey, my pops played everything by the book. He did. He was he, he he followed the rules. He didn't really speed. He didn't really break too many rules. But I remember one time there were some gangsters out front, and uh, I was to have to go out there and fight, and they tried to jump me, and my pops came out swinging and chased one of those motherfuckers down the street. Yeah. But that's hood shit. I mean, that's just, you know. So these kids, I don't think, you know, she's never going to have to go through that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, yeah. I'll just keep it at that. I'll keep it at yeah. Well, well, their challenges are different, I, and I and I understand that their challenges will never be ours. But if they, I sometimes reflect if they would see what an '80s child went through. You yeah. Know, especially like one in not a great area, especially one in California, not a great area. Like they got it pretty good. You know what? I actually wanted to um, bring up something. We had a listener actually yes. submit a topic. That was, um, I guess, piggybacking a topic or, you know, in line with the topic that we talked about last week. So last week um, we talked about there's uh, somebody on the show is talking about their mother and father meeting and their father yes. was like, you know, 34 and their mother okay. was like let's, nine let's or some shit. Um, so they heard this conversation. They completely agreed with us. And um I'll give him a shout out. It was actually Dirk that hit us up. And he was like, yeah. So he was like, all right, you know, I feel that. He's like, how do you guys feel about when there's like a hot teacher fucking like a young kid, like a, like a 13, 14, 15 year old? Ah, that's, that's, that's okay. That's, I, I, fuck, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with me. If it's a, if it's a dude on a girl student unacceptable at any of those ages yeah i feel you and it's a it's a double standard but i don't give a fuck i feel it's a total double standard like i wish that shit would happen to me when i was 14 or 15 like maybe if i was 12 they might be crossing the line but i lost my shit when i was 13 anyways why not lose it to the fucking hot ass teacher no you know what i had a um a friend we'd be talking about that now if that happened to me I'd be like, no. listen, that, that would be a story now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know who regret. Someone well, has to be getting in these little kids' heads and making them think that they did wrong or something. Because I, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe cut this shit out of the fucking show show. But yeah, like once they're 14 or 15, tell me if I'm wrong. Isn't that their dream come true? Well, yeah. No, no. Let's see. Okay. They're, they're at home fucking jerking off to that teacher anyways. Don't lie. If that teacher's hot, they done squeezed one out already to her. Yeah. No, and I had a friend that hooked up with a teacher in like eighth grade, maybe. And this dude never said anything about it, never. But this teacher was like a big old hoe. I'll be, I'll be real, right? And um, like Cypress Hill, be real. And yeah, and fucking it's from the bong. <laughs> and she, um, the, I mean, he was perfectly normal. I mean, growing up, he fu- like high school, hooked up with fucking like 
hot bitches like fucking now normal ass life has a fucking couple of kids and shit or one kid normal ass dude you know wears black a lot is fat no just play it. <laughs> I, I'll, say, I'll say this i'll say this i had a hot little chiquita when i was my first when i was 13 and i was hella sad when that shit didn't work out i don't think any teacher could have made me feel any worse than that or you know what i'm saying like yeah and, I, and we weren't scandalous. Like, I think when I was growing up, we liked having secrets and we liked holding, knowing shit that no one else knew because we felt privileged and we kept that shit close to us. I would have never held that over their head or no bullshit like that. That's, that's yeah. fucking, we talk about that on the show all the time. That's sucker shit. Tough. How would you like, do that? Like maybe my, was it sophomore year of high school? There was a teacher named Miss Navarro, Navarro, and she, dog. She was so fucking bad. If she would have touched me, dog, I would have been, I would have fucking just Bro, been, I would have lived happily ever after. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, you know what? You got my juices going right now to tell some good old stories. Check this out, bro. I was in sixth grade when I met Tip Dog. That's how deep we run. Yeah. Right? Sixth grade. And I know, I know he follows the Lord now and he might not like the story, but it's true. Right? <laughs> the, the, the young Tip Dog and him will respect it. We, were, we met. We were in a smart class. I'm not going to bullshit you. He was in fifth grade. I was in sixth. They had a combined. Remember gate when you were little? Gay? Like the gate pro, the gate, the gate, oh. G-A-T-E, the gate program. It was like for like smart kids and shit. Well, we, was we had one called Odyssey of the Mind, but it was same shit. Same, sh same shit. Yeah. So we were in a combined class with kids that tested on that level, right? Same, dog. We're fucking, that's why we're smart dudes. I'm, t I'm telling you. So- in this class, we had a student teacher. Her name was Mrs. Derek. And boy, she came in wearing these tight-ass shorts and leather jackets, and she was hotter than fish grease. I mean, she was fucking fine, right? And all our little pitos were, and all our little pitos got all duro and shit. You wear sweatpants and fucking boop in class, right? She was, she was bad, bro. And me and Steve Ramirez talked tip dog into going and grabbing her ass. He was in fifth grade and he ran up and grabbed her ass because we dared him. Uh, right? Yeah. In fifth grade, motherfuckers 10 or 11 years old grabbing the student teacher's ass. We're not telling. Doug, I remember, okay, you fucking, now you got my shit going. So I remember sixth grade, Doug, right? So you know how you're like a walking boner in like sixth grade, right? Every Yeah. 24-7. boner. So Doug, so I remember, I still remember I was wearing these white basketball shorts, right? And fucking, and I was like, and did you wear, did you wear them because you wanted the girls to see your boner? Well, let me, you did, did well, let me tell you the story. So had to get up for your book report and your fucking schlong stick. No, out. no. Hey, you tuck it in your boxer waistband. Well, let me tell you. So I'm sitting right there. Right. And, um, <laughs> if anybody from, you know, my growing up, here's the shit fucking hit me up and I'll tell you who it was, but there was this black chick in my class. Right. I mean, and by that there was like two or three in the school. So. Take your guesses, Doug, right? So all your homies know who this chick was. So, uh, so Doug, so she was like, I was like, hey, chick or whatever. And I was like sitting right there and it was fucking just rock hard off to the side. And I go, hey, she's like, what? I was like, I can make it move. And she was like, what? She's like, shut up. You know, she's like, you're stupid and shit, you know? And I was like, no, yeah. for real. She's like, no. And I go, check this shit out. Fuck it, 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 fuck it, uh, uh, gave it a little fucking, a little, a little, a little motion. 
little high ride, a little flop. Right, right, a little fucking. He's like, ah! Hey, like, dog. Hey, like listen to some, some good ass Bay Area rap music. all bobbing. Have you seen fucking that little like gif or whatever with like all those fucking black kids when they stick a magic trick? And they all are like, ah, oh, dog. It's like one of the most famous fucking gifts ever, right? But it's like, they fucking like show this, like this group of black kids, like a magic trick. And they all start, oh, slapping each other and running in circles yeah. and shit. That was fucking her. That was fucking oh. her. And I remember she was like, ah, oh! and I was like, did you get her, did you get her to touch it? <laughs> nah, no, and I, I didn't want her to. <laughs> I mean, um, but why are you making the motherfucker dance? Because, dog, I was just like, hey, check this shit out. Like, I just was like, hey, cool, you know? Uh, but it was fucking funny because I remember it was like, woo, woo. and she was like, oh, <laughs> dog. It, oh, my God. That was a dog. I haven't thought about that memory in like fucking 25 years. Like, no lie. Hey, even when we were 19, I remember me and Columbo and fucking Brendan, uh, we would rent strippers and shit. We, me and Columbo worked at me and Ed's and we'd get tips. Dog, you and see then, how you different know? our lives were? I would rent video games. <laughs> No, hell no. We had our own pad. I got busted. I fucking sell some weed or oh, cut that out. But uh, anyways, I got busted at like 19. Pops kicked me out and shit. So me and Bo, that was my roommate. We got a, We got an apartment. I had to move out and fucking I asked Bo. I was like, hey, you want to move out too? Let's be roommates. And yeah, so we got we got a pad. And we both worked at me and Ed's, and then we let Brendan move in. And no bullshit, like once or twice a week, we'd rent a stripper because it would cost like 120 bucks. And they come by themselves to the pad, and they just dance for you for an hour instead of paying 20 for a lap dance. Well, we were all sleazy, and we would all go get on like gym shorts and fucking sweats because you know no draws jeans. Well, well, you you're definitely you're trying to get as skin tight as possible because you know you're trying to get them fucking excited. Yeah. Oh, uh, die. <laughs> this fucking this episode took a turn. It, it did cuz I saw you you a fucking dirtier story, dog. You want <laughs> No, I, I I'm leaving that out. Trust me. There was there's there's I could finish that story with something that's going to some people are going to say cuckoo and some people are like, "Man, I'm not listening ever again." E, okay, dog. So I'm going to oh, like all right. Fucking um Go for it. I'll let you do it. How's that? Uh, I don't even know if I want this shit on the Patreon, but you're, you're hey, you've got a more forgivable face. <laughs> okay, okay, this is scandalous. All right, I remember. Okay, so I was in Flagstaff during the summer because I used to go to this was, an, another one of those programs. Was your, was your about. flag staffed or what? Well, check this shit out, Doug. So we go uh, staff it, and there's this. This was sophomore year of high school, maybe. I don't remember. Fucking, it, it was it was either or no, 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 no. It was eighth grade going to ninth grade that summer. I remember. Um, okay, was it? I don't fuck. I don't remember, dog. It, we were young. Well, we had um, one of the nights at, at our little fucking retreat and shit. Um, it was <laughs> we had like a dance a, or a retreat what the fuck are you at band camp well, it wasn't a retreat but there, there was this program we'd go up to the we'd go up to nau to the the college you know northern arizona university they make we would stay there for a week we would fucking go to class and give you like the college experience and shit or whatever and um and we'd go every year from like seventh grade up until when we graduated high school and so you right. would meet people and you it was the same people returning every year so you had your homies and shit. Shout out to fucking Tobias and Brandon and all the homies from back then. But, um, you know, I remember there was this one chick named Meg. She was fucking 
bad, dog. She was so fucking bad. And so we had this dance like the last night or whatever, right? And I remember um, we're, you know, fucking bumping and grinding and shit on the dance floor. That was like your shit, you know? So I I kept dancing with this bitch, right? And I danced with her and then just fucking go fuck around, talk to the homies, everything come. It's like, hey, she kept like, just like rubbing her shit into like my fucking balls, right? And I was like, oh, fuck my God, this feels so fucking bomb. So dog, so fucking, so... Oh my! I don't know how many fucking like we kept dancing and shit, dog. Fucking, I didn't like blow a straight up load, but <laughs> you are like rich. <laughs> so, dog. So, oh my shit, right. it, my shit froze. Yeah, dude, you should start talking about loads. Hold on, hold on. So, dog. So, like, fucking how I don't know however many dances ever right. Fucking afterward, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I fucking blew a load, right? <laughs> and I I don't know if it was just some PJ hey, or if that those, was, we used to call those bloaties or if it was straight up nut but dog but I was like fuck it I was ready for a cigarette dog I was like fucking I was like 11 <laughs> it's been a long night you know ready for, for a joint and a soda oh fuck dog but it was so fucking funny because oh damn she was so bad dog and I just remember like oh yeah Speaking but it wasn't of, just me, dog. She was a little whore. She was in on everybody. So I was like, "Hey, speaking of, I used to have relations with this with this Heina, and uh, every time she needed a soda after, bro. And for like, real? A, I'm not lying. She'd be like, I need a soda pop. I'm like, oh wow, is that good? How huh? you need a soda? Uh, uh Doug. Okay. Now, all right. Now, I can't deny someone a soda after a good little stabbing. This shit, dog. Now this definitely ain't going on the fucking on the real shit, but. You ever fucking make a bitch squirt so much that, like, afterward, like, you guys need to fucking, well, she needs to, like, hydrate? <laughs> there, no, there was a chick where I literally went and got two plastic mattress covers. Um, yeah, it was bad. No, because I remember. It and it was crazy because when I see that, I don't even think about me. I'm just going for it. Like, how bad can I get it? You know what I mean? No like, shit. I told. I totally lose focus on even me. I'm just like, oh, wow, this is wild. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have to buy a whole new bedroom. (laughs) That's all right. I don't care. Fuck it. I'll deal with it when I'm done. How how messy can I make it? You know what I mean? Because then you start to feel like the man, and it starts to feed into your ego and shit. At that point, I'm not even worried about me. You do you, girl. Let's get this. Let's get it. No, because I remember, Doug, I had a friend that had told me um, that – he had to take this chick to like the emergency room or some shit because she was like so dehydrated or something. And I was like, well, shut up, dog. You know, whatever. Bullshit, mister. Oh, fuck. You wouldn't believe what happened, right? And then this happened, you know, a few years later. And I was like, she didn't have to go to the emergency room or anything, but she, we literally like had to like get her, get some water in her because she was feeling sick. And I was like, Bro, yeah. I had a situation where this girl wants to play fucking backdoor games. And, uh, well, it didn't work out too good for her, and she made me go to the doctor with her the next day and fucking sit there while she explained what happened. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Fuck, Doug. Shit's crazy. I've been scared. Hey, I've been scared of that door ever since, bro. Oh, shit, Doug. Fucking. Yeah, but anyway, ain't none of that making it into rough, the show. Rough out here. Yeah. Um, Time. I'm just going to say the word time. So I know we gotta switch. We gotta switch gears. Let's switch gears. We need to have at least part of this go to the real show. Goodness. Oh, fuck. I don't know what. See what you did, Dirk. See what you did, Dirk. 
Thanks, Dirk. Hey, that you know what though? It was unique because we don't we don't go on that tangent very often. And you know what? Most people probably won't care for it. Some people are gonna love it because they're gonna have similar stories where they can relate. Oh well, bro. Thanks, Dirk. You got us there and appreciate it. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Hey, but you know what though? It lets the listener also know that we were little cochinos back in the day. And and it kind of also validates our stance a little bit because when I say that it's not so bad if, you know, a woman does it to a kid, you know, he probably should be 15 or 16. Like, he should be able to drive a car. But if he can drive a car, he can drive his teacher. I'm just saying. Yeah. If he could drive a car, he could drive that ass, right? He can. And he wants to. All right. Fucking TikTok clip right there. He could drive a car. They, he could they, drive that ass. They, they should just lower the limit, right? For dudes, it should be 16. For chicks, it should be 21. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Fred was at the resort. Uh, oh, dog, there's this fucking page I found on Facebook, and it was, like, suggested to me. And it's okay. it's suggested, like, through, you know, your algorithm. And it's called, uh, I think it's called, oh, it's called Retro Girls with Curves, right? And um, right. and you see, like, they colorize these pictures from, like, the 50s and shit or whatever. And you see, like, bitches, like, how, like, you know, like, in a more HD-looking picture of fucking right. something from back in the day. And, dog, there's so, there's so many fucking bitches on there that are so bad. But I think it's because right now you could open up Instagram or fucking TikTok or whatever the fuck, right? And there's a right. million fucking hot bitches, right? But a lot oh, of yeah, a lot of everywhere. them, a lot of them, they all have the same work done, right? No, they, but they got filters and shit too, though. Them broads don't look the same in public because even stars don't look the same in public. Well, even Kavino and Rich mentioned they they know a girl that catfishing every fucking buddy, right? And you look at these chicks from back in the day and you're like, fuck dog, that was, they were real curves. They were real. Like if they fucking yes. had a, you know, like they, it, they were it, thicker than a king size snicker. They were thicker than a king size. And it, it wasn't all manufactured, right? Like, no, it, like, it and so I, but, I just, but the new shit looks better though, because if you go to a good doctor, like them damn Kardashians, I don't know what doctors they go to, but a lot, except for Kylie's lips. I think she way overdid that shit, but like they were perfect. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen the other ones. Yeah. Um, but no, no, I agree, though. Yeah, they, they get them Kardashian doctors, you know? But even them, they've had so much fucking work that they're looking like all plastic and shit. Not that they're not bad, because they are, but um, but it's just different. What, what I'm saying is it's just different. When you see these, like, retro bitches, you're like, fuck, yeah. like, that, and it's they crazy. because they, uh, they even still got La Bouche. Well, a lot, it's crazy because a lot of them, if you look at you're like, fuck, probably back in the day, this bitch was like thought of as like maybe kind of fat or some shit. And then you look at them now and you're like, no, nah, that bitch just has curves, you know? Perfect. perfect. Like, like it's crazy. So, um, but yeah, it's called Retro Girls with Curves on Facebook. If you guys are looking, want to check it out. My, my perfect girl would have 30C, they would have C headlights with a Cadillac trunk. 30? No, they would have C's. C headlights. Oh, but they said 30. No, remember, hey, you remember them Lincoln Town cars from like the late 80s where they had a little hump on the trunk? They would have a Lincoln Town car trunk. Yeah. Oh, I feel you. Of course. Um, you know what I was thinking about? Um, Kavino and Rich, they, I know they've been putting like effort into getting on these shows, um, these, you know, Burt Casts and fucking whatever tom segura's your mom's house or felipe esparza show or whatever which they're welcome on our show they've been on a few of them right welcome here but what i think okay now it's gonna make it sound like i'm going this direction and i'm not 
but what I was going to say. No idea what, I'm just talking shit. I have no idea what direction you're going in. I'm just talking shit. Okay, so what I was thinking is I was like, you know what? These dudes need to find, but they like, of course, always open fucking door policy. They could do every fucking show with us if they want. But what I feel like would be, I'm not saying they should do. I don't want to should them, but no, what don't I feel that. like would be cool is if they found people like even, I don't know if Mark McGrath has like, you know, Sugar Ray. I don't know if Mark McGrath has like his own podcast or anything, but I'm saying like people. <laughs> you said Sugar Ray, like that made a damn difference. And I know who the dude is. Well, who's Mark you know, McGrath and Sugar Ray? Uh, every morning there's a halo hanging from the corner of my girlfriend's four post bed. I oh, know God. it's not mine, but if dog, you have to have heard that song. Oh, I just want to fly. Put your arms around me, baby. Put your arms around me, baby. All right. How the fuck do you not know Sugar Ray, dog? Like for I've real. heard more Little Nas X sounds songs. Okay. Well, anyway, Martin McGraw. Okay. Famous dude in the '90s, right? Whatever. Still very involved with that. I sure as hell wasn't listening to that bullshit in the '90s. But it, it was fucking no. I know, but I'm saying it was like you couldn't have you you walk into any grocery store and they were playing him on a loop. Bro, I was hustling. I was not walking. I was going to liquor stores. I didn't go to grocery stores. The hell am oh. I doing at 15? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Anyway, anyway. Sorry. Besides the point. Okay. So, Martin Don't McGrath, they still have a good relationship with them, right? And so I'm saying if, if he has like a podcast or something, I feel like they have a good relationship with him. Why don't they, instead of, you know, coming on these shows like the fucking uh, your mom's house and, you know, whatever, uh, fucking Burtcast and all this, which would be dope. But rather than putting so much effort into doing that and having like a one off, you go like they went on Felipe's show, right? Right. They they went. It was a few months ago, if not a year ago. I think what would be dope would be to, like I said, find the Mark McGrath, the fucking whoever, whoever people that they're friendly with that they have these relationships with that have their find own podcast and shit. Because I don't have a fucking clue who he is. Well, I'm saying basically build their own. Like you know how Joe Rogan has like his little clique. Here's right? how it works: you go underground hip hop, you start trading. Invite them on your show first, and then they feel obligated to have you back on theirs. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is rather than because, like, Joe Rogan has like his own little group, right? And he has fucking um, Alex, the like, fucking crazy man. Um, so like Tom Segura, fucking Burt Kreischer, uh, uh, Shane Gillis, fucking Info Mark Wars. Normand, right? Info they, they're all, all these dudes have like their own fucking like their own little group. Why not network with like Mark McGrath or somebody, whatever that that has a following, but you guys are really friendly with, like you said, invite them on your show. You go on their show. So I know they're trying to do that, but I feel like they're trying to do it with the wrong people. And even though it sounds like the right people, because these people have massive followings, rather, rather than no, 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 but I'm saying don't waste your time with them because yeah, it would be dope. But it'll be like a one-off, you go on there, whatever, which would be probably cool for you. But why not make your own network of fucking podcasts that you're going to go on regularly? They're going to come on you regularly. That's how you're. That's how I've found a lot of podcasts. That's how people find a lot of podcasts. Oh, this dude was on your show. Then you hear them on their show, like you mentioned. Then fucking, oh, you like, you like to see them in their element. You get to see them on your the show that you like already. 
But I'm saying build their own little community instead of trying to get in or instead of like thinking, you know, we'll make our way into something that's already established. Establish your own shit. I think that would be cool. So and I'm kind of the opposite. I'm the opposite. Why? I think what they need to, because I'll, I'll, it's what I did with, with when I had my music label back in the day. What they need to do is invite people on their show and, and it's already being filmed and videoed and show them such a good fucking time that everyone wants to go on the show. Rich have his gummies out. If you invite weed smokers, let them fucking puff. Have some blunts rolled for them. Have a couple margaritas. Have they're not, not going to do that though. That's not their kind of show. Well, may, well, maybe not that, but just make them, you don't have to do any of the weed gummies or the trees or nothing like that, but make it kind of like, it's a business expense. They're already, you said they got an LLC, right? So all this shit to wine and dine a fucking guest to make them feel super special and the presentation you put for the viewers, it, it, dude, it's a write-off. Yeah. I don't know if it's champagne or if it's mimosas or if you order from fucking one of the expensive places in L.A. and you cater lunch. Like, make it an event. If you get a Felipe Esparza to come on, do shit that people are going to talk about that makes others want to come and enjoy that, too. Make it special, you know? And again, mine was hip-hop, so it was different than, than what they would do, but... I made sure that when Yuckmouth and Mac Dre and Messi Marv came through, I had the best weed and I had that shit rolled up. And we had, you know, VSOP Hennessy and everything, almost like a writer, right? Do you know in show business, the yeah. celebrities have writers. I'm not saying let people make a writer to go on Covino Rich's show, but make them feel so welcome, like you really took care of them. And because you 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 stream it anyways, anybody else that's watching is going to want to maybe just go for the experience. It's not just about the trade make it an experience that people want to be a part of yeah no no I, and i completely think that's a really good idea but the only the only give thing, merch send them away with merch and some shit and you like know the, like, the only thing i'm saying about that is like i mean I, i've said it already but but the only thing i'm saying is like fuck like like it, i feel like there's more there's more benefit in creating your own network or whatever like um like like i think like doug like we fucking we made friends with uh the fucking that's wild people right right we we fucking yeah, we, we kind of yeah, dope so it's cool and and that was out of just networking and shit and um actually e started this fucking um little group on twitter called the network familia right and it's like smaller right. channels like us Right. That are fucking um, us, fucking Tito and E. Um, there's one called uh, "Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn," um, right. and, and well, so sure. there, there's although, a, although I'm gonna say that one got on my nerves a little bit. Like I couldn't get that shit out of my TikTok, dude. I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I gotta say it. You can cut this out of the real show if you want to. I tried. I worked hard, but that dude had missing teeth and he wasn't funny. And I just was like, nah, I'm done. No, but that that's what I'm saying is like, it, but. It, it somehow got in your algorithm, right? And so, like, it did. It, but that fucking shit wouldn't leave until I deleted it. <laughs> but what Good I'm saying God. is, like, fucking, I feel like he had the right idea and fucking, he did. you know, put it, putting together. And, um, bro, but, he, that, but that's where you, you got to stop there, though. They're all the right idea. Anything you can do to get exposure, that's not the only way. Yeah, you should incorporate it. It's a great idea, but you need to take advantage of all of them. Everyone yeah. has an idea that works. You might need to steal someone else's idea and make it pop for you. Maybe their idea was good, but they weren't doing it right. Well, see, you that's what blow. I'm saying. If you're trying to blow, I'm going to tell you straight up. I listened to Master P when he was from Richmond, way before fucking the 100 million albums, right? I listened to him when he was selling like 5,000. 
I listened to Sibo back in the day. I listened to Yuck Mouth. I've listened to a lot of people. Like, Mac Dre's the underground legend. He was at my house, right? Before he, before all this fuck, he was still a legend, but not to the He's like the ghetto Tupac right now. You know what I mean? Any of it. And everyone's tactic was different. But if you came to visit me, me and you say you, you and your lady came, or you just came by yourself, and you're saying, Kakuli, I'm going to come kick it for the weekend. Aren't I going to show you a good time? Yeah. How would that change if someone came on your podcast? If me and you were in the physical presence and we were with Tito and E, we would have bought those fucking chips. We would have supplied the challenge, right? Like you make people feel comfortable and you have to, I'll tell you this too. In, in music, they said this is too. 85% of it's true and 15% of it's fake. Half of the, I mean, 15% is real, 85% is fake. Image is everything. Your image is the most important thing that you can do. And you always have to look like you're doing it bigger than you really are because that's what people expect. So when you do have people put on something a little extravagant, you don't have to like spend thousands or no big shit, but there is little ghetto at, we talk about hood meals, right? We talk about ways to save money. There is a way to do this and make people feel like you went out of your way and you're providing an experience without necessarily breaking the bank. You just have to do shit that you know they like, which means you have to tune into them and you have to pay attention to shit that they mm -hmm. talk about. It's not rocket science. Yeah. No, no, 100%. I, I feel like, and like you said, there, there's a million ways, a million ways to do this shit. And, um, but I think networking on their part, which I think they have the right idea, right? I just think that there, there can be a different but, way to approach it, you know? But there's an argument for that because they've had everybody on their show under the sun and how did that networking work for them now? Now half these people act like they don't know them. So it works and it doesn't like it doesn't mean that it's going to work forever either. You know what I mean? Like they've had fucking everybody on their show, bro. All the maximum days. Where are those fuckers at? Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. That That's what I'm saying. The people that they have maintained these relationships with, like the fucking Martin McGrath, like I was saying, um, you know, these people that they really are friendly with, that they bullshit with, you know, outside of the fucking show where, where they really are. um like like even Dr. Phil said, this ain't no Hollywood bullshit. I really want to hang with you guys. Um, I think as that much, as much as she gets on my nerves, get Nicole on that motherfucker. Where's Nicole? She ain't she's come on the show all the time, bro, when they were at Sirius. Get Nicole on there. Get some of the morning mashup people to start following the show. Or like even even to, even as simple, Doug, as Stanley T. Cavino going on to have kids, they said. Right. That's fucking easy. Hey, we're going to record on Tuesday. It comes out on Thursday. Hey, Covino, jump on for fucking 15, 20 minutes, right? Have Rich and Nicole do their normal shit. Covino jumps on. They bullshit. People get to hear their vibe. People that would never listen because, to Covino and Rich. Because they got a network. Where's brother? <coughs> you know, get him. Where's Jose Mangan? Get him on a 15-minute episode. He used to come on all the time. Where's fucking uh, the guy, Sean the Lawyer? He used to kind of talk like this. Like, they have a network. Start getting those people back on. I miss Sean the Lawyer. I mm. miss fucking Barnando. You know, I miss Jose, miss Jose Mangan. Get them back on for 10, 15 minutes at a time because you'll make us OG listeners. Fuck, there's Bernando. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yo, it's Bernando. So that'll kind of get us going. But then Barberry's going to tell however many people he is. You know what I mean? And maybe he can't. You just got to do all. You got to try. And it's hard. We can sit here and say this shit on our show and it looks cute and dandy. And putting it into motion is a lot harder. But. I, I think that's where I would start. I would get some of those old CNR connections that the OG listeners connect with that are actually friends that you can get Barry to come on for 10 or 15 minutes or Jose Mangan or Sean the Lawyer. No? Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I think I, I think you can. And uh, yeah, I, that that's just where I'm thinking is that just. You know, um, and, and and I don't want to say they don't because I'm sure they have millions of meetings around this shit. Of course they do, sure. You know, but but I'm just like, fuck, I, I'm just trying to... If they ever heard this, you know, maybe we can spark another fucking idea here, here or well, there, yeah, you know? Because we don't know it all. If we knew it all, our shit would be popping, right? Like, these are just life experiences, shit I've seen, suggestions. I mean, we, we could do more, too. And, you know, it's easy to sit back here and... And, and give our input, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's a whole different thing to put it into action. So I understand and respect that. We just, you know, we wish the best for these guys. And if we can say anything that makes any type of difference. Yeah.